Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of Indoor Adventures in Waterdeep Dragon Heist! I am always, 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 always excited to return to the streets of Waterdeep, and this week is no exception. Uh, again, I am very excited for it, uh, as well as I am excited to announce that we have a bit.ly! Uh, you probably might know what that is, but if you go to bit.ly slash indoor merch, then it will redirect you to our merch store. And you want to know what one of the greatest parts about the merch store is? That didn't work. I thought it would, and now I just look like a dumbass in front of my friends. Or now I just seem relaxed. Hey guys, what's up? It's me, Indoor, here to tell you all about some sweet merch. Did you know... LB, you and I have been twins in the game before, but did you realize that we were twins today outside of the game? That's right, we are both wearing the Real Dragons Were the Friends We Made Along the Way t-shirts. Uh, RJ is drinking out of an Indoor Adventures mug, and even GB has on perhaps one of the most quality shirts, which is the Moon Maiden shirt. I love it. So so much if i could just own more of those shirts to wear consistently i would but soon soon i will and they will be in a variety of colors and they will look great now again you can go to bit.ly slash indoor merch to get your hands on some of this great stuff now then as we were See, it, it's better when it works. <laughs> I have it selected to, you know, have the option. So, last we left off. Uh, actually, before we even get to that point, guys, who are you playing tonight? I'll have RJ go first, and then go around. RJ. RJ. <laughs> Sorry. What are you doing? <laughs> no, I, I don't know. I was trying to bid. Dot Lee at indoormerch.com. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. I am RJ here on the show, and I am playing Hubris, the tiefling warlock. Hi, I'm LB Hackamup. I'm eating my dinner, and I'm playing Ghost, the shifter bloodhunter cleric. And I'm Greybeard, and I'm playing Kronk Gorblast, a Goliath gladiator. <sighs> yeah. All right. So let's get into it. Uh, last week, you guys uh, had proceeded to interrogate a very, very, very frightened bard uh, by the name of Agorn Fuoco. Uh, then you followed him to uh, Mistshore, uh, a district in the Dock Ward, where you ended up encountering a small group of urchin children, Squidly, Nat, and Jenks, who you then gave some money, you gave some goods, sent them on their way, and you might have thought that would be the last you would see of them. Uh, you then found this bard committing an act of matricide, trying to kill his own mother, where you then put a right stop to that shit, uh, and chased him out of his own house, where he tried to escape via invisibility, uh, and then even had uh, several Zentarum agents attempt to rescue him uh, from your guys' clutches. However, even when they tried to kill this guy, you managed to stabilize him, stave off the uh, entire onslaught of Zents that came your way, and 
behind you, as you had managed to see uh, one one young Jenks fall through the ice, ghost, uh, in an act of protection, you ran over, pulled Jenks out of the ice, grabbed the kids uh, that were being scared by a, a group of urchins, and then you all made your way back to Troll Skull, uh, Troll Skull Manor. Inside the manor, you interrogated this bard and found out that he knew the location of the Stone of Galore, a mystical item that you had been looking for for quite some time. Uh, mostly over like the last 48 hours, but IRL, it's been a while that you guys have been searching for this stone. Uh, you then proceeded to uh, kind of break his will a little bit uh, and get him to take you to this tower where Hubris, disguising himself as this bard, snuck his way inside using his manly charms as always to get exactly what he wanted. Uh, after participating in a torturous ritual with a priestess of Bane, uh, the uh, Hubris... You were then rescued by your friends uh, as your identity had been compromised by uh, this acolyte of Bane. I could have taken him. Uh, to which, congratulations, you did. You guys slayed that entire group. Why is this making noise? However, Wolfie Firelight, thank you. Thank you for this. I am going to turn all of these volumes off. I don't know why it keeps making noise. Uh, however, you guys managed to deal with uh, deal with these clerics or acolytes post hastily before finally getting your hands on that goddamn stone. There was only one problem, and that problem was an ancient wizard who had made himself known, at least to the three of you, who had been referred to as the Master, but also revealed to be Manchun, who came up, captured Hubris in a magical grip, and took the stone, and proceeded to walk away with it, leaving the three of you uh, not exactly bloodied, but still very tired from your encounter with all of these acolytes. And... Uh, Manchun leaving, Ghost, your scent, coming to a complete stop, uh, as he seemed to have left by some sort of magical means, you decided to all make your way back to Trollskull Manor, where, overnight, uh, you introduced your three new wards uh, to their resting place, which was right beside Kronk, uh, and... In the morning, you decided to make breakfast as well as begin the training regime for these children. And that is when you met uh, one of the former Doom Raiders, or still a Doom Raider, but they don't really go out and do as much raiding these days. Uh, one Istrid Horn, a shield dwarf, uh, who Davil had set up with the lot of you to be able to stay at your place for a 10-day. Uh, just being able to lay low. And last we left off, Ghost, you and Kronk were feeding the children downstairs, uh, and Hubris, you were showing Istrid to her room. I was upstairs. Were you? I thought you had gone downstairs. You can I totally be upstairs, if you would like. I need to do the gentle repose on the Got it. corpses. That's why I thought I was. All right. Yes, uh, as there is the body of Zaraj the Hunter, as well as uh, the body of your companion Wolf, uh, that you guys have been uh, 
kind of sitting on. At least, well, for a few days. Uh, Zaraj, mm, he's, he's pretty fresh still. Uh, but yeah, so Ghost, you are busy uh, performing these rituals, uh, and Hubris, you are walking Istrid upstairs. Um, and uh, what room are you maneuvering her towards? Uh, probably one of the free ones, not on the same floor as Zaraj and Wolf. Okay. For the time being. <clears throat> All right, so you're going to be taking her up to the third floor? Yeah. All right. So yeah, as you are uh, moving her up, she kind of takes notice of the fact that you guys have just keep you keep pushing furniture in front of this door and then barely moving it aside so you can get through. And she just, what's going on back there? Um, rich, right? Um. One second. Walks over to the door and like... Uh, I have to start all over again now. What? What are you starting over? And Istrid just peers from behind you. Or from behind Hubris. We have company, dear. Hello. This is Istrid. Hi. Um... Istrid ghost. Ghost Istrid. This is she not how we walks up. To find out. <laughs> uh, she walks up and just extends her hand out to you, Ghost. She, uh, Ghost will give her a quick shake. Um, <clears throat> um, my apologies. This is not how I wanted you to find this out. Um, you are the Doom Raider, correct? Hi. We have a friend here. <laughs> a mutual friend. Zaraj. Yeah. Devil oh, told good. me. You were told. Thank oh, God. okay. <laughs> well, yeah. that, that, uh... would you like to see him? I would. This is—he's mostly here, right? He's not like you aren't just keeping a small bit of him and saying this is Zaraj. No, it's—it's no, it's full him. Thank. He just has a hole in his chest. Well, that's not too bad. You can get that patched up, no problem. And she just can we? <laughs> uh, and she looks inside and just goes over to Zaraj's body and starts like So what exactly happened to him? Like some Well So you know how Zaraj likes to deal in favors. Well most Zents. Most of us do, yes. Yeah. So I contracted him to capture someone on the carnival that uh, did this to me. Um Kill our other what, like a, tra- like a trapeze artist who fell, uh, landed no, no. on top of you, broke your horn, you want some petty No, it's petty the revenge. ringmaster. Apparently they're working with the Zents. Or the Zants. The Zenithar. I... It's this really big web of conspiracy that we're trying to suss out, and it's not going well. The carnival well. doesn't work with anyone. Carnival does their own thing. They were killing Zent agents on the dock. That whole. Well, actually, yeah, so. Drow were killing Zent agents on the, the dock. Fuck did... Drow and the you... All right, this story is confusing. Yep. Well, contracted uh, Zarash to get back at the ringmaster. Um, he got caught and then iced. There we go. 
No shit. Mm. So, I have a proposition. It involves housing. Well, you're already doing part of it. But, if he were to come back, do you think you could try and keep him to stay dead? Like, make him pretend Socially. To be... Oh. If people oh. came and asked, could... you'd hide him. Oh, absolutely. Tell you what. If you house me for the rest of this time, and I'm going to become the spars manager, so I'm going to be taking kind of a some most of your pay. I'm going to be quite fair. You'll have living expenses for sure, and if you need anything, well, then at least you know where to come and get it. I've already talked this over with Hubris. He said that it was okay. You are going to give her the bar for the ten day. By the way, it's ten percented. At Never Ember, he takes it on the month, <laughs> end of the month. Well, that's just peachy. Now, you said a 10-day. I manage your bar for a year. I can fix him. She points to, uh, to Zaraj. Otherwise, it's cost. I'm out of pocket on this. You've been keeping his body here. He means something to you as well. So, let me do the thing I do best, which is take care of money, bring him back, then he can do the thing that he does best and just kill motherfuckers. And of our other friend here, he's in need of a... He's also still in my debt. Oh, that's true. Oh. So he'd be better for you alive than dead. Right now? The amount of barking up the wrong trees he did, he's better dead. Well, we can work on that. Yeah. So. You want the big boy back alive? <laughs> Ghost smirks. <laughs> Then we're going to need to draw up a contract, a general business agreement. I think depending on the contract, that would be agreeable. One year manager. And if I can turn this bar into something profitable, more so than what you've had it before, I get to stay on. I think the numbers will have to be negotiated. That's all. Numbers are always negotiable. Fair enough. Hubris? Uh, to my study, then. Once we put your st things down. All right. And she uh, then just walks past you, Ghost, and doesn't even really make much contact. Uh, make any eye contact. Which way is the study, then? Uh, wait, to work. Third floor, second door on the right. Uh, you got, so Wolf's room is actually on the second floor. I believe, no, you're right. Wolf's room is third floor. So yeah, she comes down, um, uh, goes down the stairs and heads towards your study. Second to the right. Yes. yes. There we go. 
This place is confusing. Yes, that's why we have a map. <coughs> Not that we use it. We just say I'm going to this room. I direct her. It's like South Park. Greybeard. Greybeard, I would like to say. Wolf, uh, Wolfie Firelight did give us a follow. <gasps> Wolfie. Ooh. Wolfie, do you know what happens when a follow happens? Let him know, Greybeard. When uh, when I'm on the show and we get a new follower, I take this wall and I hit that guy in the face. Yeah. Follow, buddy. <laughs> Excellent. Ah, so uh, Istrid is walking to uh, has made herself uh, at home in your study and begins pulling out pieces of paper and drawing up uh, a general contract for the two of you. Okay. Um, probably just going to read it over. Question, like, so how much are you taking out of this versus giving back to us and then splitting off the pay to Never Ember? Because it's sort of a joint venture between myself and... If I'm just managing, what you see as a business owner is going to be different than what I get. You're going to be paying me like a regular employee, but... There is going to be a little bit of leniency when it comes to my pay. Currently, first off, how much do you pay Davil? Three gold. He just likes to play at the bar. Fuck off. <laughs> so you're saying, what? Pay him more? Pay him less? I'm saying, I will take no less than 25%. That's of your share. Not to you specifically, but you as a party. I'm not going to be taking anything from Lord Neverember. Correct. Letting him know that we have our little arrangement. So, over the table, standard pay of an employee, one gold on the books. Of course. Under the table. Under the table is the rest of it. All right, now you're going to be managing it for one year. One year. Thirty-six and a half ten day. <sighs> mm. Can we knock that down to twenty percent? Twenty percent, two years. I'm a dwarf. I'm going to outlive you a long time. Well, I know So we this, can just keep saying... adding on years, if you like. Lower it down. But if I'm going to be working at this bar, and I'm going to be making it successful, I want some Ooh. of the pay. Ask her where she's going to be living. <laughs> well, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, what the fuck was that? Victor! <laughs> just has a little bird in its hand, just slinks off <laughs> so living arrangements here off-site I'm going to be living off-site once I'm done here rooming here why do I want to stay living here this is your house I have my own things True. I like having my own company 
All right. 20% of two years. You get run of the bar. Sounds good. All right. <laughs> she signs up that uh, that piece of paper, marks it over to you. Ghost, aren't you there? No, I didn't. I stayed. I was doing the thing. Oh. Okay. Well, it's not like she's going to get the house. She's just no, running the bar. But we should... Don't worry about it and just I sign the piece. still has say in what goes on in the bar. I would like, like to point out, Ghost made it very well known that she did not care what happened with the bar because she did not I'm want to be... as a player in the <laughs> And keep Rabier doing has your ritual. Establishments. I'm sure he is just itching at the bit here. I know. Gotta do what you gotta wonderful. do. I'm so, <laughs> so, Hubris? I'm not a smart business owner. And that's why you need a manager. Iris is going to sign. And she rolls up her, uh, rolls up the piece of paper. Uh, and she says, I'm going to hang on to this. I'm going to make a few copies. Then going to give it to the magistrate. And I will officially be your employee through the Brewers Guild. Hmm. So, boss. Which room is mine? Hubris picks up her stuff, leads her to an empty room. High and low, do you prefer? I always prefer a little low. Fair. Uh, probably like on the second level, an empty room. Okay. Do, are there any empty rooms? Yeah, we have like a bunch. The empty room on the second floor, there is the den that you guys just haven't ever really used. Uh, Except at, for Naked Kronk statue time. That's true. Uh, and then there is also your room that you, that ghost slept in last night. That has my stuff in it. Third floor. It's fine. There are, sorry, there are no vacancies on the second floor. Oh take her upstairs okay uh and it is the <laughs> room adjacent on the hallway uh to ghost and Kronk's room it has its own private bath uh which is actually the one that you guys just sort of use as a general bath most of the time well i hope you don't mind having neighbors the children sleep up here it's all right good with kids kids like shiny things i like shiny things fair well enjoy your stay i think i will now if you don't mind boss i'm gonna go out and interview some potential employees find at least better ones than what devil had hey hey i liked ellie and clay and hollow Yes, that's his name. Find more employees then. 
So that way it's not just three people running a bar all day. All right. Then she takes her things and then goes into the room. Uh, and she just kind of pokes her head out again uh, and says, I will let you know I will be coming and going as I please. Lif, um, the Istrid, he's a housekeeper. Is it like also, a ghost? It's a ghost. Okay, I understand that part. I'm going to be coming and going as I please. What the lady said. Then just door shuts. What time is it? Uh, at this point, it is roughly like 8.45 in the morning. 9 Lift. in the morning. Whiskey. Uh, and you see a bottle come out of Kronk's room uh, that looks like it has been left open from several nights ago. Uh, uh, it's been left to aerate, uh, as the kids would say. Well, not, you know, your kids. Just some kids. Just takes a swig of it. Heads downstairs. All right, and as you are coming uh, downstairs, or at least beginning to go down, uh, Ghost will say that that is when you are done with your ritual as well. Okay. Um, I'll just walk out of the room. If Hubris is, like, going to intersect, I'll... I know that you can't go in there with the stuff, so if you want me to leave it off for now. Yeah. That's fine. Are you all right? As a whole, maybe. Right now, maybe. I'll figure it out. All right. Don't drink that whole bottle. Kronk drank like a third of it already. I didn't. You're a lightweight, darling. I have plus two constitution. I <laughs> don't know what that means. You are a stick. I'll be fine. Um, if you don't mind changing the flowers, I have yet to do that. Okay. He'll set down the bottle on the stairs and then head into the room. I'll go back downstairs and hang out with the kids. All right, and when you go downstairs uh, and see the kids, you see that not only do the kids just have food smothered across their faces, Kronk as well also just has food that's kind of matted into his face. Uh, and it looks like uh, there is just a stack of dirty dishes that have been set on the table. The kids don't know how to wash them, and you know that Kronk is not the person to trust with this chore. How was breakfast? It was great! Any Istra is a great cook! And Nat just nods and then says thank you. That's mm -hmm. not me. <clears throat> well, uh, are you going to do training now? or that's Can we? we before we don't want anyone cramping. Mm. Yeah, maybe tomorrow. We'll get here before the breakfast is here. Aww. He made us wake up early. He took our he 
He took our blanket when we were sleeping and told us we were gonna train. Mm-hmm. Now it's time. Let's go. <laughs> and uh, I walk over behind the bar and lift the hatch up <laughs> and point. And all of the kids' eyes just get wide, and you see that Nat is the first one to just shoot over to this hole. She is a natural-born explorer, uh, and Squidly, uh, just kind of calling after her, hops down into the hole as well. Uh, And you see that Jenks is uh, a little pensive to go into the dark down there, Uh, but seeing his friends already uh, go down, it's one of those, hey, wait for me, and he continues to run after and and Kronk like has the hatch open, but he's got one hand ready to grab Jenks, and he's kind of like low, lowering the hatch and mm. ready to in case Jenks falls off the thing. <laughs> but if he makes it down, yeah, then, he makes then, it down. Yeah, then Kronk will, you know, the six hundred pound smash and pull the thing closed. And... I grow up so fast. Uh, I guess Ghost is gonna do the dishes. She's not very happy about it. That's tomorrow's lesson. (laughs) Fair enough. Uh, So, uh, Hubris, you are Mm -hmm. going to uh, put fresh flowers onto Wolf, uh, as well as you can see that there are some flowers that looks like... The one... When you had initially seen Kronk's display... It was very nice and meticulous, but he just, he didn't look like he was in it last time, as the flowers are just kind of, like, tossed onto the bodies. Seems a little bit haphazard. Just gonna, as I'm putting on fresh flowers, straighten them out. Okay. Nothing fancy. Make a performance check. That's a nat 20. How do you want the flower arrangements to look? <laughs> I'm gonna put lav- the flowers like along the bedside and up along the, what's it, headboard, like a balloon arch, but with flowers. Okay. And just like, glorious. That looks great. And I'm going to set on fire. No. Uh, <laughs> turn and I head on out. All right. Are you just kind of like tossing them on Zaraj or are you just leaving those? He has fresh flowers? Yeah, fresh. Or... I don't actually, I... I don't think. Kronk, did you put any flowers? No, he doesn't have any. Oh, um, can I extend it so that it's like up over the both of them? Yeah. Again, Flower you rolled arch. an at 20. Just like, yeah, that doesn't look weird at all. Turns. <laughs> all right. So, uh, you begin to uh, head out, and then by the time that you make it downstairs, Ghost, you are finishing up uh, with dishes, and you can hear Kronk and the kids yelling downstairs. Um, I'm... <laughs> Are they yelling, like, in a productive way, or are they yelling in, like, just messing around way? Uh, it sounded like a little bit of horseplay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna go down there, uh, and see what's going on, what shenanigans are going down. 
you see uh, that Kronk is trying to show them proper form for like push-ups. Uh, and they are just like climbing on top of his back, or at least Squidly is like trying to just be added weight. Uh, and you see that Nat is actually taking this very seriously, uh, but it seems like it is mostly just Squidly constantly questioning about all of the different weapons that are on the wall that Kronk has. Like, ooh, what's this one called? What's this one do? How'd you get this one? Uh, and you see that Jenks is uh, just like, I'm not exactly physically fit. How can, um, do you have any <laughs> exercises that are more akin to me? And and the whole time, as Kronk's like, he's like, you know, 25, 26, and Squiggly says something, he's like, one, two, three. So Nat's like shaking, <laughs> trying real hard. She's a, she's a lanky girl as well, so it, her arms are shaking because she just doesn't have the muscle mass. She was Yet. stockier, maybe. Yeah. Yet. Uh, Yet. Ghost boys in her, like mother tone they both just straighten up and squidly like quickly puts a weapon back on the shelf <laughs> it doesn't seem like you're paying very good attention to uncle kronk i'm sorry and jenks just also says i was just asking questions there is a time for questions there is a time for listening now is the time for listening all right nat you count off the next 20 for them. Just stomp your foot. And when you're done stomping, then they're done pushing. Down. And, and you see, that. and Ghost, you see a smile that you yourself have had on your face many, many, many times growing up. But this sense of just like, I'm going to make you do so many push-ups. <laughs> I don't know how to count. <laughs> uh, so yeah, Nat just starts stomping uh, her foot. And she starts stomping very quickly at first and you kind of have to you show her the the rhythm to get into but eventually she is uh she's doing it uh getting jenks and squidly to try to do push-ups you breathe on the push and and you are all right jenks there and i i i like bump his knees down <laughs> to the to the thing mm -hmm. and let him do like roly-poly kind of push-ups <laughs> so you know. thank you for not calling them girl push-ups <laughs> You know me. I like roly-poly push-ups. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah. Yeah, once they're once they're back in line, Ghost will go back upstairs. All right. And that's around the time that Hubris is coming down, having spent a, a decent amount of time uh, making sure this flower arrangement was impeccable. I think, I think on the flower arrangements, Kronk got a nat twenty, and then you've gotten a nat twenty as well. Or was Kronk was yours just like like a twenty four or something really high? It was a dirty twenty. Oh, that's I, fair. I, I, I'm plus three to performance. Ah, uh, got it, got it, got it. So, Hubris just stares at the table with the empty plates, with his whiskey jug, and he goes, Thump. "Well, ah." <sighs> So are they horsing around or actually training down there? They are training now. They were horsing around. Got it. <laughs> They're children. They need to learn. And he just sinks down in a seat and rubs his head. 
you know, I don't like any of this. No? No. Well, I like this, like the whole children and the... It's fun. I, I meant the stone and the wizard asshole who took it. And now we're going to have to do stuff for him? Are we going to do stuff for him? Hmm. I am of the firm belief that living is the best thing to do for yourself. So if it is something that will continue our lives, I think that we should. However, I think that perhaps having this wizard in control is not the best of options. So what do you suggest? When he has his god down, whenever that is, we shank him in the back, kick him in the kidneys, and then steal the stone? We are alone in this room, correct? Yeah. Okay, cool. I think that Zens, Zen, Zance, whatever, new Zens, I think that they might all be pawns. And if we maneuver them around properly, or if they are maneuvered properly, they will handle themselves. Hmm. We cannot fight him. So, perhaps we get others to do it for us. Hubris kind of smiles to himself. Hmm. Maybe we can start a rumor. Something to kick this off. What do you have in mind? I could go up to my old pal Snaggletooth and have him spread the word that the big man has the stone. See if that doesn't get Prabaz into gear. It has to be something we can control. If Prabaz goes after this master, we need to be there. But I feel like <coughs> maybe Kronk might have an idea. He is a fighter's mind, yes? Sure. But right now, I think we need more guerrilla tactics than headlong rush into death. And who do you know that is more gorilla-like than Kronk? He does a little bit of both, I suppose. You know, before we do that, I... I wanted to say... I... feel I... judged you too harshly this morning. I know that, I mean, I've seen you with other women and I know the way you wine and dine, however you'd like to put it. Um, but I also know that it's easier to do those things when it doesn't mean anything. It's more of a dine and dash, really, darling. Exactly. <laughs> so, I'm... I 
apologizing for the it, way I behaved. It's, I, I understand. You don't have to mm. vocalize. Mm. <sighs> I accept? I, I don't know how to respond to this. Um... <sighs> She's going to put her finger on his mouth. You don't have to say anything now. Okay. <laughs> well, I have a lot of pent-up aggression, and I've been drinking whiskey all morning. I'm going to go fight Kronk. Uh, just before you leave, I do expect you to sleep in the same bed as me tonight. Will do. Opens the door, walks downstairs. Fight me, big man! All right, and when Dad, and when you no, get... you're gonna die. <laughs> Squidly just gonna die anyway. <laughs> when you get when you get down there, when you get down there, he's got uh, Nat, and uh, and he's like double eye slice. No, like, yes, woo, Crunk. He's winging these around, uh, or uh, uh, Squiggly. He's got the scimitars, and Nat's got two axes, and she <laughs> she's chopping at a dummy. Do you and, know that? The, the picture I send all the time with the big hero six character and he's like yeah. that's what Hubris is doing just like concern <laughs> and and Jenks has a couple of sighs and he's like poking at him motherfucker where are you getting all of these <laughs> he's po poking at the uh, uh, you know poking at one of the dummies just sort of like not looking and Kronk's like eyes on the target little man and turns his head back to it and Training weapons, Kronk. What? I you cast blindness, and you see Jenks just like stab forward. He's gonna <laughs> hop the like last four stairs and then take the size out of Jenks' hands. Like, That's not how you actually do that. But you, if you want him blind, stick him in the eye. <laughs> then Jenks just looks up, and you hear just squidly off in the distance. Cool! You see Jenks just, like, stab up forward on the practice dummy. <laughs> and then he looks at you, Kronk, and then looks over at Hubris. He doesn't know how to take this criticism. Uh, you, you tried. Patting him on the <laughs> shoulder. You tried. But something a little bit more your speed? Maybe, like, pocket sand. What's pocket sand? <laughs> hubris like can I say hubris has pockets in oh yeah totally <laughs> yeah he just like spins and like tosses a bunch of sand into the dummy's face pocket sand hey that's dirty pool though we did it in the arena all the time yeah I mean you gotta do what you gotta do right Except we didn't really have pockets we just picked it up off the ground but that's better and you see but Jenks just like reach down and like put some sand into his hand just goes to throw it at the at the dummy and you just see there's no finesse with it at all it is just a kid throwing a a small bit of sand into the air you know it's on the wrist but we'll work on that uh. and uh so yeah hubris you are going to be fighting Kronk. yeah all right clear a space 
All right. I'm going to declare, even though this isn't a fate game, but I want to be down there when they fight. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <clears throat> Unless you had anything else to do in the bar. Yeah, you can totally just be down watching watching this little family of yours. It's like Hebrews takes off his coat, takes off his shirt, walks around this. Like they're both like walking around in a circle, and Frost forms on like what's up? Oh, Kronk's like you know you hear that boulder snapping you know (laughs) noises as he's like crunching his bones into place. As he's doing that, Hebrus is like spinning his hand and forming frost in it, and it turns into like a pair of nunchucks. And all Ghost will have the kids next to her, and she'll be pointing out things that they're doing correctly or incorrectly. Uh, Hubris, darling. Hmm. Don't talk about killing anyone. Okay. We don't I want mean, to have another problem. It's. Wrong. I'm not an asshole. Subdual. <laughs> Subdual, darling. All right. Weapons or, you know, I mean, you got a weapon, but do I get a weapon? I don't know. Do you want a weapon? Hmm. You could use a training weapon. <laughs> this is bludgeoning. All right. And uh, I don't have anything resembling a training weapon, so oh, here. You do have a training like great sword. Oh, I do. Okay, yeah, yeah. All right. He grabs the the giant wooden great sword. The, tra- the training version of the great sword, but it's uh, you know, it's wood, obviously. All right. So, pick your poison. Spells on, spells off. Mm, go ahead but you can't do sedual damage with spells right no hmm. alright spells on ugly's the non-lethal ones alright alright it's gonna be great guys <laughs> alright uh, and ghost you see that squidly is just like trying to take off his shirt to emulate his new father figure. Uh, and eventually he just gets it all the way off and there's just this little half-naked tiefling boy. Just go, Dad! And I, that's where both of you can roll into initiative to find out who goes first. Now, children, Kronk is much bigger than Hubris. A Hubris <laughs> yeah, he is! <laughs> He's going to have to use his speed and intelligence. Though Kronk has fought in the gladiatorial stage for quite some time, so uh, I believe I am not going to say who I think's going to win. Though I think we all know. I believe in you, Hubris. <laughs> and I look over at Kronk and just give him a <laughs> Please don't kill him. <laughs> uh and so, you know, Kronk uh with his plus zero for his dexterity, he's got, <clears throat> he's got, I got what? 15. Okay. So, Hubris, you go first. <clears throat> We're just going to go back and forth, so I don't need to write anything down. Okay. Uh, sweet. Just going to duck the side, left, right, hit him in the ankle with the nunchuck. You could certainly try. Uh, does a... Which is that? Wait, no, 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 no. There we go. 25 hit? Uh, yeah. Okay. No, it's too high. 
That's not a D8. Wait, that's a D8. Nine points of bludgeoning damage to the big man. All right. Nice. Good hit. Okay. Oh, and he, uh, the app. Yes. D&D Beyond. D&D Beyond. So if you scroll <clears throat> over to the uh, what the left side of the screen, our stats will pop out. So you guys can actually, uh, those of you in chat, can check out our, our, our characters and whatnot. Our adjusting stats in live time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Uh, that was you? Yes, sir. Yeah. All right. Kronk uh, comes winging in, and he got a flat blade. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to assume uh, 22 hits. Yep. All right. I re-roll ones. That's still the most terrifying thing to come from Kronk. This is going to hurt. I re-roll ones and twos. So uh, nine and five, 14. Yep. And you see both Jenks, uh, both Jenks and Squidly, both kind of like turn away. Jenks is Jenks is sitting closest to you, Ghost, and is currently just like head in your arm. He doesn't want to watch. Uh, oh. But you Ron see, Ron called out headache maker. <laughs> uh, and you see that Squidly like grabs his horns and is just kind of like pulling his head back. Just oh come on! And you see Nat is just like at the edge of her seat. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's like this sickening <laughs> as it hits hubris, and you can see like that small smile coming on his face again. Grit your teeth, big man. Hellish rebuke. Hellish rebuke, yep. Gotta make a deck save. All right. You know, I'm really great at those because yeah. my bonus to dexterity. Hey, five plus zero is five. So, you know. I take the full blunt of, of said damage. I rolled a 10, 10, and a 9. All right. That's all damage? All ice damage, or er, uh, cold. All right. Then I will, I will do, I'll try to shrug some of it off with my stone's endurance. So 10, what, 29? 29. All right. Oh, a 10 on the 12. Nice. Plus my level is, we're fourth now? Yeah. yeah. So 14. 14. So out of 29. 15? Mm-hmm. 15. 15. All right. <clears throat> I absolutely love D&D Beyond, let me tell you. <laughs> it, it helps us dyslexics like you would not believe because I can just type numbers in and we're good, you know? Mm-hmm. So, sorry to be the is hubris is still has a point of exhaustion, right? Yeah. Does that do anything against attack? Uh, no, that's just nope. stability. Or I think that's third level of yeah. exhaustion or second. Third. third. Yeah. You just see um, what's it? A giant block of ice blindside Kronk like a sledgehammer. <laughs> and then <laughs> it is the position swap with Nat and Squidly cheering. <laughs> 
uh, and Jenks uh, is just, what's happening? Like, doesn't want to look, but wants to know. <laughs> owl bear in front of his face. Mm-hmm. He's hold, clutching his owl bear plushie tight. Okay, and that was me getting attacked on my turn, so back to you and your nunchucks. Which... <sighs> okay, hold on. Oh, okay. I think I broke a rib. Did you sneeze too hard? No, I got hit by a fucking greatsword. <laughs> that was a critical role. <laughs> Marisha turned her head and sneezed, and she like hurt herself. Oh, yeah. Uh, big man, do you want to keep going or? I mean, are you uh, you calling it good? Oh, I think I went too hard too fast. You got him, Dad. Oh, he called me Dad. <laughs> well, don't kill me. All right. I, I am a little uh, trepidatious about the situation, considering last time I sparred. I mean, it's not like I'm going to provoke you into killing me or anything. Nah, we're doing good. Okay, cool. And then you see Hebrews like weakly <laughs> thwap him across the stomach. <laughs> With the numbjucks. With the numbjucks. Uh, a 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15 hit you. Oh, it glances off the, the scale mail. Oh, bother. <laughs> By like a point, dude. By like a point. Oh, back to me. Yes. <laughs> Quick rounds. <laughs> Quick rounds. All right. Um, Kronk is like, well, no, Kronk wouldn't understand the whole... Uh, Dad, oh, I'm cheering for blah, blah, blah. That McGregor. He would understand someone cheering for him, though. Right, right. And he would be like, uh-uh, I'm the arena hero. <laughs> for me. So he's going to let you have it. Uh, 18 and 7 is 25, I think. Yeah, no. Um. <laughs> You have a shield spell, right? I do, but it only boosts by five. Ah, okay. If I was, if I was the other character, this would be easy. Yeah. Uh, so I rolled a one and a two on the six sider. So I rolled those again. Uh, double threes. Um, I'm alive. Double threes. So that's six plus five is eleven. Wow, that chunked half of that. Again with the like a cricket bat <laughs> coming across sideways. Uh, Ghost at this point is going to come up behind Kronk and uh, just as he's following through with the blade, she's going to grab it out of his hands. Mm. That's Early. quite enough of that, mm. boys. Mm-hmm. There's like an icicle forming right by Kronk's head and it just <laughs> slowly starts melting. <laughs> and, and Kronk like grabs around you on one arm and it's like, that's good sparring. That's good sparring. Oh, yeah, that is some good sparring. Thank you, Kronk. And he'll 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 pick you up, but <clears throat> like smash your head in the ceiling, just kind of on an arm, and be like, "Yeah, woo! 
One Wait. day you too, kids, can get the shit kicked out of you. <laughs> ah, you did good. You did good. And you and see he... that Nat is just silently cheering and then looks at Squidly and just raspberries just... <laughs> and then goes back to cheering for Kronk. Just stomping her feet, slapping her hands against the stone, trying to make some sort of noise. Well, you could use deadly force in your spells. That'd be a different story, because you'd be invisible. Never see you coming. And he puts you down. <sighs> no, they typically don't. <coughs> mm. Still need to get your gun back, too, right? Yeah. I'm kind of learning to live without it, but mm. it's like I'm just naked all the time. Mm. <laughs> thinks about it. Hmm. It's like if you never had your ball and chain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bad. And then he, he gets that thousand-yard stare like, yeah, that damn chain was on my leg from when I was a child. <laughs> no, he doesn't say that. He just gets that thousand yards. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it is that, that creep-out moment for, for Kronk. Uh, all right. Well, that was thoroughly entertaining. Children, did you learn anything? Uh, and then um, Squidly just says, um, um, that you fight better when you have your shirt on. <laughs> and he just goes and like puts his shirt back on as well. It's true. Armor is important, children. Well, not to me. Not anymore. Mage armor. <sighs> What's mage armor? Says Squidly, and he's just <laughs> kind of like looking at you past his owl there. Well, you see, when you're a caster like myself, or if you wish to be, sometimes armor. I am a caster. <laughs> As a caster like yourself, sometimes the sometimes heavier armor gets in the way of the more somatic components of your spells. So we created mage armor, and like he tinks himself a little bit, and you can see like a little spark of electricity. It's like wearing actual armor, but not really. Can you teach me? Can you teach me how to be a wizard like you? You know, I'm not actually a wizard. I don't. Wizard. I don't know. I can. I can ask someone. Okay. Has Hubert put on a shirt? No, yeah, he's, he's like, oh, he's putting. Well, on he's a shirt. like putting it on as he's talking. Alright. Um, Squidly. Do you yeah. want to see some magic? Yeah. Okay. He's nods. I'm gonna ghost is going to walk over to hubris and she's just going to rake her claws and rip his shirt Ugh. and then she's going to cast mending on it as you're sitting there for a minute a minute 10 seconds 20 seconds 30 seconds why is it taking so long i don't know ask the creators i didn't I can, make up the spell i can sew this so much faster I could go upstairs and get my sewing kit, walk back down, 
and sew it here. Yes, but that's not as fine. Do you want to do it that way? We can tell. She no, you're already. You've already started. No, Squidly no, is like walking over to the wall, just idle kid touching weapons. Squidly, huh? What? Is it done? I'm done. Yeah, and the mending right. is about finished. Uh, puts it on. Boys. Ghost is going to walk over to Kronk and give him a kiss on the cheek and uh, cast uh, Cure Wounds as you boys. No, nope. no, I'm not going to do that because we might need the kiss. Yep, no, I'm doing it. I said it. We just take a short rest. I'm doing it! And spend hit dice. Let Ghost be Ghost. Fine. I was going to give it to Hubris, but that's fine. Ooh, ow. He so... has ice powers, but that's cold. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think in the, all the ice in the world will help that burn. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, buddy! All right. So, how much? How much do I get back, or do you do you not cast the spell? No, I cast it. Um, I, uh, that's right. I actually have to give you that stuff. Um. <laughs> Take this time to race. Um, so three plus eight max. All right. Eleven. Nice. Oh. Oh. Uh, oh. Cool. Not you. Did that the wrong way. No, I'm taking a short rest. Oh. I'm expending hit die, because also I'll get my spells back. Yeah. Um, Ghost will take the kids upstairs and start. Laying down the rules of the house, okay. like if if you're gonna steal something, you better not get caught. Um, Liff sees everything. If you there's a curfew, unless there's an emergency, like all that sort of <clears> thing. <throat> okay, but but Hubris. the ghost version of, of, yes, of yes. house rules. Uh, Very scary version. Just gonna throw on his coat, and Hubris is gonna go to the bookstore real quick. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you go to uh, I believe it is called the Bookworm's Trove. Yes. Yeah. So with the golden dragonborn. Yes. Um, the squat little dragonborn. Rashal the page turner. Yeah. So the Bookworm's treasure. It is just down the. It is just down the way from where you guys live. So you end up finding it absolutely no problem. Uh, and you see that Rashal has the door closed. There seems to be, uh, like, snow has been pushed aside to make for walkways, but rather uh, than uh, almost a month ago when you had come in initially and the door had just kind of been left open for a nice breeze, it is very much... Uh, you can see that he's in, or uh, that he's inside. <clears throat> oh, I should do that in a bit. Okay. Yes. Yeah, just quiet tap on the door. And uh, you hear muffled, come in. Rochelle? Oh, yes, what is it? Hi, uh, I was wondering, do you have anything in the means of, like, baby's first spell book? Are you looking for a spell book for babies, or are you looking... Or, like, apprentice-level spells, that sort of deal? Uh, I have first-level spells. 
I, oh, did, like, do you have an instructional guide on, uh, or is that something you need to send away to like a magic academy? I might have something lying around, but that's typically something you go to a magic academy for. Right, 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 right. How, uh, how old is the, is the one learning the lang? Is the one learning this art? Uh, eleven, twelve-ish. Might still be a few years out on him, but he might be able to learn. Um. I can think of something. It will be costly, though. How much? At least 250 gold. Ooh, public school it is. All right. You just uh, turn tail. Thanks, Michelle. It's, it's no problem. Uh, do you still <coughs> want me to look into it for you? Uh, sure. Hmm. I'll be sure to do so. Uh, thank you for coming by. Yes, um, you know, haven't stopped in in a while. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. It's a little bit cold. Uh, Draconic blood isn't exactly meant for cold weather, at least not gold ones like myself. And Kiris will spend a few minutes chatting before heading back. All right. Yeah, and you learn that uh, business has been pretty good. Uh lately most people just kind of enjoy uh enjoy a good book during the winter months uh and rishal even lets you know that there are some cultures who make a point of giving each other books uh during the during the winter solstice huh. that's usually one of his best days uh which is actually coming up in the next month and a half so he's very excited about it yeah he pops on back well, jury's out on officially teaching anybody magic. Um, it's a lot of money. And you see Jenks just kind of like, Jenks, Squidly, and Nat all, all know what that means. Uh, and they just kind of put their heads down. And then uh, Jenks looks up and says, Well, um... Didn't Auntie Istrid say that she had more more money I was going to be coming in? Uh, eventually. So hang tight, Jenks. And just kind of nods and you see him. Like, it's a solemn nod and he just kind of squeezes his owl bear a little bit tighter. Children, you know, if we turned part of this building into an orphanage, we could get money from the city. Could we? Yes. Right? Does that mean we would have to be adopted? No. I'm... When I say orphanage, I mean... Oh, like a halfway house. Yes, a, a place where I could... We could teach children in the ways of well, what we do best. Killing. No! Dancing. Mm, dancing. Dancing, yep. Every time a carriage goes by. <laughs> and Squidly just looks up and just, I don't know how to dance. Well, we can teach you that as well. Dancing's for girls. And then Jenks just kind of, and then Nat just like looks at him and just, fuck, like, <laughs> like, why would you say that? And then Jenks is just, I know a little bit about how to dance. Oh. 
Would you like to show me? Um, and uh, he just kind of like comes up next to you and then puts his arms out. <laughs> she puts her hands down on his shoulder, like on his neck, puts her hands around him. And then you just, and he's going to try and roll a performance check. And one and two. That's a nine that that boy got. So it's, it is a kid's first time trying to dance in front of other people. But you see that that Nat has her arms crossed and she's just kind of has this like little self-satisfied grin on her face and gives a look, uh, shoots a look over at Squidly to kind of just be like, see, it's not just it's not just a girl thing. But you can see that that is his eye patch side. So he just does not pay attention. <laughs> uh, Ghost is going to uh, at the end uh, do a flourish and dip him and okay. then give him a kiss on the cheek and then bring him up. And then he just, like, sits up, and his hand is just to his cheek, his eyes wide. And you see that Squidly is just... <laughs> That's what happens I when you get, learn to dance. I get it now, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the whole time, Kronk was, you know, given, could... a, given the timing, the, the beats. No, oh, I was going to say, could Hubris have gone, like, under the stage, pulled out his viol, start playing a little yeah. bit? You guys could have definitely provided a little bit of background music for for Jenks and Ghost's dance. Well, then I would have had my drum. Yeah, because you guys are downstairs in the bar. Cool. Cool. That was lovely. Thank you. And when you're done, you bow. Uh, And then Jenks just gives a little bow towards you. It's something we can work on. Uh, Squidly, is that something that you would like to try as well? Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And then he kind of, like, comes up closer to you and just... If... If I dance, do I get the... On the cheek as well? Only if you try your hardest. I'm gonna try so hard! (laughs) He just, like, gets this look of determination. And she'll uh, show him a like a box step sort of thing. All right. Four fourths time. <laughs> All right. Uh, and he will do his damnedest. He is not as good a dancer as Jenks is, and Jenks <laughs> is not a very good dancer. It's and she'll she'll give him a kiss on the other cheek. Him just. Would you marry me someday? <laughs> Maybe if you're strong enough. I am going to get so strong. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm going to look over at Hubris. See, it's so easy. It's just like... Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, no. I see it now. <laughs> Squiggly's like, Uncle Kronk! <laughs> strong now! <laughs> he comes over and he just starts doing push-ups next to Kronk. And Nat just looks at him and rolls her eyes. <laughs> and Kronk nods his head at Nad, like, mm. uh, um, Kyrus is gonna bump uh, Nat with his hip towards Ghost. I'll go on. Uh, and she just kind of like looks back at you, looks at Ghost, uh, and she is going to give you a bow. Uh, she is not going to try and do the same like box dance uh, or other dance. It's more of that she just wants to be dancing in the same space as you. 
she also rolled really terrible on her performance. <laughs> but she's the it's best cute. dancer out of the lot of them. Yay! Yay! And at the end, I'll give her a hug. And I'll nuzzle her head a little bit. And she just holds you very tightly. And then afterward, just looks at you and says, thank you. Um, well... I feel like that's enough learning for today. What else would you children like to do? I know that we have other business to attend to. Uh, and as you are talking about the other business to attend to, uh, that is when you see a set of familiar faces walk through your front door. Uh, and that is your bar employees. You've been Ooh. told that who have been told that the bar is opening up today. Uh, so Eliota, Clay, and Hollow have all returned for their standard shift. And as they come in, El uh, Clay just looks around just... Are these... these kids yours? We adopted. That's so wonderful. Congratulations. Well, kids, Uncle Clay, Auntie Eliota, Uncle Hollow. And, uh, Eliota just gives a curtsy. Uh, she's already wearing, like, she's taking off thicker layers uh, that she had been wearing to trudge through the snow, and underneath she's just wearing her her standard work outfit. Uh, and uh, they all seem to just kind of have a quick rapport, and Hollow just waves at them and then goes back into the kitchen. He doesn't ever really say much anyways. Brock gives dishes. Clay a big, uh, you know, high five. Yeah, and he just gives you a high five as well. Well, if we're going to be open again tonight, you three have a lot of work to do. Um, if you need anything, she points to hubris. <laughs> turns, children. And they all so, come over towards you. So there's going to be a shield dwarf lady. She's going to be the manager from here on. Um, yeah. Listen to what she says. Okay. And then Hubris, you're just kind of like taking a back step to follow Ghost and Kronk. Yes. Yes, he is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Um, uh, I would like to speak with the dwarf lady if she's up there. Okay. Uh, when you go upstairs, she is actually not in her room. I would like to check on the bodies. Okay. Yeah, they're you... gone. <laughs> yeah, right. Both of them. Uh, no, so you open up the door uh, and kind of move. Uh... Furniture I wouldn't think... have even have been put back into place. Mm -mm. But yeah, uh, so uh, are you just letting Hubris and Kronk distract the kids while you go and check out your storage closet? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, so yeah, you go in. Uh, and when you do, you find just the most gorgeous flower display. Uh, it looks like there is just an arch that comes up almost rainbow style over both Wolf and Zaraj, uh, where Wolf is on the bed and then Zaraj is just kind of pushed up against a wall on the floor. <laughs> okay. As long as they're both still there. Uh, yeah, they're both I still there. Okay. I will, uh push the, the dresser and all the stuff back in front of it. Um, yeah, and then go back to the gang. 
Did we have plans for the day? I know we still need to speak with father. Oh, yeah. Or should we hold off? It's like a band-aid. We might as well do it now. Well, if he's going to be resurrected, it doesn't matter, does it? Oh, true. Oh, Kronk, dear. But, Come mm. here. Leave the children. Mm. But Istrid said that he was going to have to keep a low profile. Mm, true. But Kronk, um, Istrid is going to resurrect uh, her friend. Mm. Um, I have not figured out a way to get her to resurrect Wolf without being in our debt or in her debt. So if you have any ideas, now would be the time. And he it, it, it statues up for a second and gets the skull face. Like, in his mind, he's like ripping the dwarf's arms off and <laughs> throwing them across the room like, well, that's one way. <laughs> and, and then he kind of, you know, shakes that off and he's like, uh, I'll think about it. Okay. Is there anything else? Oh, um, the she is also going to be the manager of the bar for a while. Mm, what does that mean to me? Nothing. All right. I don't think, right? You did keep our say as owners, correct? So what you do is you snap your fingers and... Hubris. Huh? Mm -hmm. You did keep our say as owners, correct? DM? Yeah. Yeah. No, she insisted. All right. Then no, it means nothing. All right. There's another person down there hmm. who's going she to get money from us. She makes good food, so, you know, yeah. it's all good. All right, well, um, did you have anything you wanted to do today? I mean, I feel like at some point, I do have concerns about this stone. Mm-hmm. Because gods know what this person is going to be doing with it. Mm -hmm. but from what I gather from everything that's happening, the stone is used to locate Never Ember's what's-it. The stone can do anything. It can oh. tell you anything you want to know. Right. But so, it's cursed, right? Yes, but with a high enough power of a wizard, I'm sure that he could manipulate his way around it. <laughs> player me was like, oh, I know how I'd do it. <laughs> <laughs> but Kronk would never think of it, so. <laughs> Just have somebody ask the questions for you charm them and then have them ask the questions they get cursed and you know where the stuff is so we know uh, what do i know about teleportation circles make an arcana check hey kids do you want to go play in the other room for a second <laughs> yeah here and i like toss a ball or something here's some Here's a ball. Ooh, that Here's was a... almost a one. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like this thing. Arcana is a dirty 20. All right. Ooh. So uh, teleportation circles, you know, uh, are 
they are a permanent magical structure, but the only <clears throat> way that they get permanent is by having put that same magical pattern in there for about a year, like coming back every day, making sure that that circle is there. So the presence of a magical circle uh, means that he's probably been here for a while, or at least has had people helping him out for a while in order to have that in several locations, uh, at least that you think he would have. Any good wizard worth his salt would probably have multiple locations. Uh, right. But uh, that doesn't mean that there isn't a way that you can potentially backtrace it. Mm-hmm. You have a way of... Uh, there is a, a slight chance... Uh, if you are a high enough magic user that you'll be able to kind of figure out uh, through other various magical means where it leads. Okay, but if I activate it, I can like I can activate it. You would have it's... to know where it was going. Oh, okay, okay, and um, okay, so yeah, it's not like just standing in the middle of a circle and say a magic word and you disappear. It's part of a spell uh, to be able to ter- uh, to be able to teleport. Well, we could stake it out, see if he comes back. Doubt it, because he doesn't have a reason to. Well, that teleportation circle has been there for a long time, so... I mean, Also, there's kind of, like, some people there that are ex-people, and it might be... I'm not saying we wait inside. That would be ridiculous. Although, while we're in the area, I do have a score I need to settle. Ghost kind of just gets this, this, like, flame eye starts burning a little brighter as she starts looking off in the distance. Perhaps it's time we end it. Oh, boy. Perhaps it's time we do, because right now is the perfect time to go into a break. So I would like to say thank you to everybody who's decided to uh, to stop by and join us on this wonderful adventure through Waterdeep. As you guys, you know, like, based on the first episode, based on where you are now, going from killing people to, to help raising kids, and then plotting first to kill people. <laughs> it's a very, that's character progression if I've ever seen it. Uh, so... We are going to try and be back in five to ten minutes, so don't go no place in lab unless it is to grab a food, grab a drink, grab a friend, grab a hoodie from the merch store, or maybe some other delectable piece of merch. Look at all this merch! Look at it! And we will see you guys shortly. So, uh, don't go no place. All right, everybody. Hello, everybody, and welcome back from the break. Hopefully you managed to to grab a food, grab the drink, grab the friends, and grab something else. Who knows? Uh, Hopefully it was a shirt, not something weird. Like an orange. Or feet, because we can't show that. I swear to God, don't you do this again. (laughs) Look what I found. No! (laughs) For you audio cast listeners, he showed nothing. Nothing! All right. 
So what uh, you guys are talking amongst yourselves, thinking about going out to kill the priest that ghost has been uh, that ghost has been wanting to find for quite some time. Well, it's an option. We'd have to do some research. I could ask around. Unless it becomes a target of opportunity. <clears throat> mm. uh, your belt, your disguise thing, hubris. Yes. That for me. Mm. It says look. self in the name. It says self in the name. So it's only something you can do. Correct. Still could be useful. I mean, we are not very conspicuous. That right? No, oh, you are very yeah. conspicuous. We are. <laughs> we are not inconspicuous. We are not very inconspicuous. We stick out, is what I'm trying to say. I mean, I in this blizzard, guys. <laughs> um, but doing some reconnaissance, I know that the the church that he <clears throat> frequents. Fun. Murder. Wrong. Murder. Ah. Uh. You know, we know is throw a cabbage cart at the church and we'll get their attention. It's the wrong kind of attention. Mm -hmm. well, we can just lay low and follow them then. Mm-hmm. That's the plan. Am I going to have to brush up on my religions? Mm, perhaps not. If you went in as a follower saying that you were interested in learning the ways... Or you could just walk around and put eyes on him, and we can follow him. I can do that as well. And what do we do with the children? You know, let's not do that. We could always just leave Lyft to watch them. They have their anti-Istrid. They have the boss staff to bother if they want. Just tell them not to leave the premises. All right. Are you sure you want to be a part of this, Hubris? And what, sit here all day doing God's knows what? Twiddling my thumbs while you guys are out there having all the fun? It's not going to be pretty, is what I'm saying, and you might see a different side of me. Well, if you haven't noticed, the last couple of months haven't been pretty, and I've seen plenty sides of you, so... It'll be a surprise! Why not? Okay. Let's start where we know he probably is. I'm sure he's moved house by now. Considering you burned his last one, yes. <sighs> I don't know what you're talking about. Wasn't <laughs> that was somebody else? <laughs> it's totally somebody else. Uh, who was that? What? <laughs> <laughs> we would like to head to the hands, the house of something hands, right? The house of inspired hands is the temple of Gond. Just kidding. Yep. Uh, there is, however, the Morning Spire. Uh, the Morning 
fire. Yes. Uh, so yes, you go to the morning spire. Uh, it is roughly about midday at this point. Uh, and when you get there, uh, ghost, you don't end up seeing, uh, a familiar face out on a promenade teaching youths. It is far too cold for the, any thing relating to that. Uh, and when you go inside, uh, are you guys, uh, asking around for, uh, for Father Lewitt? Uh, or how are you going about gathering information, I should say? Um, I think Hubris should disguise himself uh, as a human and uh, go about um, probably just walking around, uh, taking in the sights, uh, maybe asking questions as far as like, uh, I'm, you know, looking, I, I'm trying to find religion, the sun is called to me, that sort of thing. And uh, seeing seeing his options, basically. Uh, sure. I'm going to adopt the form of nondescript man A. Uh, short brown hair, pale skin, brown eyes. Okay. Commoner clothing. Uh, you look a luskin as fuck. So. <laughs> Yeah, you are wearing uh you are wearing these standard uh just standard set of clothes. Uh unless you said you wanted them to look like priestly vestments? No, commoner clothing. Commoner clothing. All right. So yeah, uh you make your way into the temple uh and based off of ghost's description that I'm guessing you would have given him of just like, "Hey, if you see this dude, that's the guy." Uh, you don't see anybody who matches uh, the description of Father Lewitt. Uh, would I know, would Ghost have told him what religion he follows? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. Okay. Which is? Follows a monitor. A monitor. Yep. Hi, I'm looking into joining uh, a monitor. Hello. Uh, hello. Uh, and the figure that you end up meeting uh is a uh half elf male uh who is wearing the standard clergy robes of a follower of Lathander. Uh and they just say, "Oh, um well, uh as a matter of fact, we we do have a a small sect within our within our uh temple that does worship your sun god. Uh it's it is the spire of morning, uh, so Pelor uh, a monitor, Lathander. You can worship them all here. Primarily Lathander. We'd like to point that out. Of but, course, of course. I mean, I'm sure a monitor is great, but like, have you met Lathander? Have you seen him before? Well, you see, I found my my family follows a monitor and can't go against family. See? Oh, I, I understand. I understand. Now, uh, the head brother for uh, for our uh, monitor sect likes to show up uh, at daybreak, and then he usually leaves uh, around eleven. So you just missed him uh, not too long ago, but uh, he usually shows up every morning. So if you just come back tomorrow, I'm sure that you can talk to him then. Uh, otherwise, there are uh, other members of the clergy that he's left in charge to kind of speak. The mission about a monitor in his absence if you would like to talk to them instead oh 
Sure, sure. Uh, just point me in the direction. Uh, and uh, this acolyte ends up leading you uh, to a to a corner uh, that is on the uh, the eastern wall of this building uh, of this spire of morning. Uh, and when you arrive, there is a uh, you see human man uh, head shaved. Uh, it looks like there is uh, like there looks to be like a little bit of a uh, of tattoo work kind of going on on their head. Uh, but it doesn't seem like uh, there are no eyes present. Uh, if anything, you can see what looks to just be uh, on the back of their skull is just the symbol of a sun. Um, and as you approach, they say, hello. Uh, my name is Kelvin. How can I help you? Uh, hello. I was uh, wondering if you could uh, help me. I was hoping to join, uh, well, not sex but our the temple of have you found the sun you heard well, its call well I'm hoping to excellent excellent now uh, how are you looking to join are you looking to devote your life and become a brother or were you uh, looking for divine favor in, in form of clerical assistance or were you oh, just, seeking you know, guidance in a in a more uh paladin smite all those who dwell within the dark kind of way just a place of worship well um kind of just motions behind him and you can see it doesn't look like a very extravagant uh extravagant uh altar or anything set up and just well um as long as we are here, we followers uh, in Waterdeep. You're more than welcome to stop by and pay homage. Hubris is keeping time yeah. in his head. It's only been about 10 minutes at this point. Okay. Yeah. You've got time. Oh. So, interestingly enough, if one were to join the Brotherhood, how would you go about that? Well, uh,. Part of it is uh, shaving your head. Uh, so you'd have to lose uh, as much as your hair looks perfectly fitted on you. I, I would have to say that you would have to shave it off as part of our religious culture. Uh, as part, as our, as part <laughs> of our religious culture. <laughs> blah, blah. Culture without cult. <laughs> yes. Um, uh, then, of course, you'd have to get the sun tattoo. Uh part of the devotion um and then uh you would hopefully sell off all your worldly possessions and come join us here huh okay um sure uh would you mind if i just went around and introduced myself to the rest of the clergy or oh yes uh, go ahead i'm I'm not going to stop you. I'm sure. simply here to help. Yeah. Holds out his hand. Yeah, that should work. Yeah, he shakes your hand, no problem. Victor. Oh, uh... Kelvin, it's nice to meet you. And hopefully, Pleasure. I'll see you soon again. 
Hewers is gonna make his way around, um, okay. studying things, like looking around, uh, talking to people. All right. Uh, and what information are you trying to gather from people as you continue moving about? Um, just like names of people here, like the sort of established clergy and who their higher ups are. Like you know, just kind of focused on the social aspect of um, their religious church yeah it is a church their church <laughs> all right uh make a persuade or make a deception check with advantage because you have disguised yourself using magics oh that's good that's even better uh <laughs> it's mo better that's mo better 16 plus 6 22 yes uh, yeah, you integrate yourself amongst these people, no problem. And it certainly helps that your tell when you lie is that your tail wraps around your waist. It makes the whole disguising yourself as a human thing way easier when you don't have to worry about your tail. Uh, and yeah, so you end up, uh, they all seem very open, uh, to be able to talk to you. Uh, it seems like that's kind of their shtick is just being very opening, very warm, very welcoming. Uh, and so as you kind of continue to get to know them, you get a general sense of what they are about. Uh, Hour goes by, skips to the privy, recasts, comes back out. Okay. <sighs> Sorry. No, um, so is that everybody then, besides the person... Who who was it? They come in the morning. Um... Oh, uh, that would be Father Lewitt. Now, he's from out of town, uh, so his form of worship is a little bit different than ours. Uh, you can tell he has not uh, is chosen to forego uh, the ritualistic shaving of the head. Uh, as well as the ritualistic sun tattoo, and instead he has a full beard of white, uh, very thick white hair. Uh, and recently, uh, in the last month and a half or so, uh, he experienced a tragedy. Uh, his house uh, seemed like a, a horrendous case of arson. Uh, it caused three of the buildings nearby to actually ignite as well. Uh, oh, it was quite gruesome, quite a grisly affair. But we brothers all came together in his time of need, and we got him a nice place in the South Ward. Hmm. All right. Uh, what time is it now? Uh, at this point, it is about uh, like one thirty, closer to two. Yeah. Um, Hubris is gonna mingle with them a little bit more. And once, like, 15 minutes goes up, he'll, like, bow to them, say his goodbyes, and leave. Mm-hmm. And they all just, they they politely ask for you to come again. Mm. Just please come again. Please come again. Please, we're so lonely. Please clap. <laughs> yeah. All right, so yeah, you make your way out. Uh, and Ghost and Kronk, what have you been doing? Hubris was in there for about two and a half hours. 
Um, I assume that we were uh, we were just kind of staking out the uh, the front uh, to see if we see anyone coming or going that is of interest. Uh, and if you know there's something close by, like a like a, a bread cart or something like that, we'll mingle over it and you know have have a slice of bread, warm pumpkin bread. Um, and if there is a, a, some sort of cart that seems to be like this is like you know this is where i like to set up because blah 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 like if they start going into things then she'll ask some questions of them oh yeah and you definitely see that there is a uh there is a meat on a stick cart that comes mm-hmm. by uh and when it gets close to the noon hour uh you see that that is right when their cart ends up coming up and they're actually very close to uh to the church itself uh, and Hubris, you've seen this as well, is that there are people who head outside, pick up some food, then come back inside. Uh, and it seems like this is very much just a convenient style food cart. And they actually feed you as well while you're in there asking about questions uh, or asking about uh, the different sun deities they provide for you. Hmm. It's good food. It's not bad. It's not bad. Um, is the cart owner uh, chatty? Oh yeah, oh yeah. It's super busy in there. Uh, it's super. He's not very chat. Or uh, I'll say she. The cart owner is a she. She's not very chatty. Uh, when the customers are in mass, like she's not gonna take an aside to be like, so mm-hmm. let me tell you about this thing that I'd seen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but instead, it very much is business. Uh, until the majority of the crowd is dispersed, and then when there's a little bit of a lull, it seems like she's uh, she's very much willing to talk to you about stuff. Okay. Did you want to say something, GB? Uh, how much is meat on a stick? Uh, Frida will sell you the meat on a stick for two silver pieces. All right. Yes, <laughs> zoom out. Uh, I, I buy eight of them. Okay. And I, I put them all between my fingers, and and I look I look at at Ghost, and I'm like, now nah, I got claws too. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, <laughs> and Frida just looks at you, like, ah, yes, that old stick again. <laughs> that old stick again. <laughs> she is glad you are not there. <laughs> Uh, Frida, in in a lull. Uh, yeah. Frida, do you frequent this place often? Oh yeah. Are you usually only here around lunchtime? Uh, sometimes breakfast if I have a little bit extra lying around, but uh, for the most part, lunch rush. Uh, oh yes. Suits these suits these brothers best. Whenever they're done praying, all they ever do is just whine to themselves about how hungry they is. So I figured, why not just load up a cart with the best meats that I got, bring them down, and then feed them. They give me money. Always got to be thinking ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, tell me, uh, do you know any of the fathers inside, any of the priests and clerics? Uh, and she just kind of, like, puts her hands up. Just, what are you insinuating? Oh, not like that. I mean, just in passing, do you speak to them? I mean, you, if you're here often, I'm sure you speak oh, to them. I, I mean, I, I speak to most of them. Uh, the ones that come and stay, uh, well, yeah, just a few of them. 
Uh, there was uh, a gentleman I spoke to mm, a while ago now. Uh, it was a father, Val... Wagner, Val... Val... Uh, Never heard of a Wagner before. Um, maybe it was a... Saw that name once. It was in a vampire story. It scared me. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, gosh, it was Loom. His first name started with an L. Gronk, do you remember Lou Levitt? Lou... Lewitt? Uh... Is that right? I think it's Lewitt. Lewitt? Lewitt? The father Lewitt? Oh, yes, yes, that's him. Have you ever you spoken to him? He, he's not shaved, which is odd for his kind. I mean, his religion. I, I, I mean, I've spoken to him a couple times. He has bought food. He pays well. Like, Always yeah, tips. Like nice. nice chap. <clears throat> um... I heard he had a very... I heard he had a tragedy. Mm, he did. His home yes. burnt down. Oh, wow. They never caught who did it, either. Oh, do they have any leads? Well, uh, some people said that they saw a man who... Well, about twice your height, busting through a wall. And she points at Kronk when she says it. Uh, busting mm. through a wall, covered in smoke, looking like the devil himself. Uh... Others say it was some kind of wild beast that done it, but that doesn't check out to me. Oh, so. oh, some say, oh. if, I, if I'm going to be quite honest, I like to think that he, or not like to think, I do believe it was those Zent fellows. Oh, really? Can't be trusted. Not a single one. No. The city's crawling with them snake folk. <laughs> oh, they're everywhere, like sewer rats. I see. Uh, let me tell you, if I ever got my hands on one, and she just starts wringing her hands together. Ghost in her head, she's like, yeah, okay, whatever. Um, oh, so, and I take it he did not go back to that house, it seems. Oh, no. Well, he, a... I mean, he did have to, to clear out all of his things that didn't get burnt up in the fire, but uh, apparently he's been moved down uh, a little bit farther away from here. I used to see him at my other location uh, for dinners, but not so much. Yeah. Do you know, did he have to buy his own home? Oh, no, no. Uh, thankfully, uh, from what I heard, uh, the brothers actually pulled together and, and managed to get him someplace nice. Oh, bless the sun, God. That was nice of them. Oh, it's quite nice. And I think they skimped out a little bit on their food for a week, but or a oh. ten day, but... Uh, that's all right. That's At least somebody has a roof over their head for how cold it is. Yes, that's true. It would be. I didn't very even bother going out when it was so cold. Mm, yes, those days where it was just blizzard. They called it a polar vortex, if I recall. What's a pole? Like a ten-foot one. What's mm -hmm. it doing making a vortex? You know when you put um, ribbons on it and it's you spin around it like a maypole. Ice? And snow and ice. I'm just not following you. That's all right. Um, you know, you've been very helpful. I, I hope that you do well. I and I will. I'm sure we will be back for more. Uh, and I look over at Kronk, and it's just. I assume they're all gone. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm like uh, two more, and that way I can take two gold off and. Mm -hmm. so and she just more. looks at you with wide eyes, and she's like whatever did that to his house is two times bigger than you i don't know what they would have fed him just hands the hands the other two to you 
And, and I offer one to Ghost. Thank you, Kronk. <laughs> I will gladly take it. Uh, and then we'll just wait for Hubris to come out. Okay. So yeah, uh, and you guys are just finishing up your meat on the stick uh, when Hubris finds his way outside. Is the cart still there? Uh, the meat stick cart is there, yes. There is very slim selection now. Uh, it looks like you have gotten... Uh, it. It looks like there is just uh, just like pork in quotes. They can't tell you where it came from, other than that it's tasty. Uh, you know what? I will come back in the morning. Um, and then we'll walk away from the cart a little bit. Yeah. Um trying to be inconspicuous I'll, I'll give them like a 10 foot head start and then mm -hmm. follow after uh, then alleyway hmm. okay yeah. yeah we'll we'll duck into an alleyway and like I got nothing for you miss I'm, I'm just a poor man uh, so he has a house in the south ward <laughs> snaps comes back to hubris I appreciate that I can't stand the sight of humans I mean, sexually, it's not attractive to me. Um, can huh. we... Um, you said he has a house in the South Ward. Yeah, paid for by the brothers and sisters of Amethor. Well, the South Ward is a quite big ward. Were you able to narrow it down? Well, I could ask around more, but he does swing by every morning at daybreak, leaves before 11 o'clock. Perhaps we should come back tomorrow. <sighs> but I'm not a morning person. Don't worry, I'll wake you up. <laughs> well, that goes our plans for the day. Theater? <laughs> for what? I don't know. You set our plans for the day, so figured do something. I don't know. Do you want to head back to the house? I suppose. I'm not sure how well the children will be on their own. Oh, right. Kids. Sorry, I have a hurricane apparently going through my room. Let all the cats in. <laughs> you mean a furricane? Oh, shut up. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Greybeard. Uh, so we would we should uh, head back to the house, yes. All right. And how are you guys making your way back to the house? Because you were at the bottom of the market district, uh, so you know that you could either go. I'm actually looking at the map of Waterdeep I've put up on my wall. Uh, you can either go north on the high road, uh, or you can make your way through the castle ward uh, as well as the trade ward. Or, oh, yeah, Castle Ward and Trade Ward. Might as well swing back through the uh, Castle Ward if it's on the way and kind of do a drive-by in the direction of the... Sorry, I don't know why I said it like that. Drive-by! Uh, a drive-by in the direction of the, uh, this, the tower. Okay. All right. Read, boys? Yeah, sure. Sounds good. <clears throat> All right, so as you guys uh, set out and you begin uh, to head back towards 
where you know the tower is. Uh, when you get there, you can see that there is actually a decent number of guards that are standing in front of the tower. Uh, and they seem to just be blocking people off from even getting close to it. Oh, dear. I wonder what happened there. Something grisly. Oh. Nice. Best not concern yourself, miss. Carry on. Oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> sorry. Um, uh, I, don't, yeah, I don't have anything to ask this guy because I know what happened there. <laughs> I was there. <laughs> um, well, perhaps we should leave that for uh, for them to... We didn't leave anything there, did we? Nothing incriminating. And the snow covered us for the most part, so let's just evacuate the scene. Yeah, return to the scene of the crime. Yeah, right? <laughs> just do it a drive-by. All right. Uh, and as you guys uh, continue onward, you actually find yourself uh, maybe not uh, three city blocks away from uh, away from where... Uh, you know Lord Neverember to be located, Rainier. Uh, and as you guys are walking, I'd like for you guys to make perception checks. Hmm. 12. Plus 10 of that. Oh. 12. Hmm. Hubris, what'd you get? 15. 15. And then would you get Ghost? 22. 22? Okay. Yes. So, uh, the 15 is not good enough to spot this. The 12 is not good enough to spot this. Uh, as you guys are walking, it just seems like there is people milling about, uh, lords and ladies, nobles, guards. Uh, and uh, Ghost, your hunter's eye actually kind of picks out uh, a, a figure that is wearing very thick robes uh, to kind of keep warm, there's a hood pulled up uh, over their head, and they just sort of seem to be walking. And then every once in a while, uh, they'll just kind of like look around a little bit. Like you would know is them kind of like seeing who is taking notice of them. Uh, and as their head turns, you actually see from underneath their cloak what looks to be a split-lipped half-orc. Very pale. <laughs> Uh, who is just kind of like looking around and just kind of continues walking. And he seems to be making his way uh, in the same direction as Lord Never Ember's house. Uh, Ghost will immediately beeline. Uh, like, we'll, we'll, we're like casually walking and then Ghost just veers off to the right. Uh. Her ears perk up a little bit. Spotted something? She kind of puts her hand up. Kronk? Hmm. Five feet. Behind, please. Hubris? Okay. Give me a wide berth. Steps to the side. And Ghost is going to go stealth mode. Which I actually don't have a very good stealth. I mean, it's fine, but... <laughs> I'm going to track this mofo. Okay. Uh, conspicuous, inconspicuously, since what we've learned today. 
yeah, I'm gonna see what he is up to. Okay. Uh, so make a stealth check. <laughs> the more you know. These extra dogs in the house are driving me crazy. <laughs> That's a nine. Okay. Guys, you're throwing off the mojo. Sounds good. Like <laughs> All right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, as you are, uh, you kind of get into this, like, I am a predator. I shall <laughs> hunt. And you step out into the street. Uh, and immediately, uh, you feel, uh, the snow kind of slip out from under you, uh, and you just kind of go skating out into the street, uh, where you had kind of walked off to the side of, Mm -hmm. uh, and as you do, you can see that there is, uh, quite a, quite a few people turn around and just watch you just, I'm good! I can't, catch yourself. (laughs) Terribly Sorry. Uh, those great boots today. Yeah. And you see uh, this half orc figure uh, look at you, and then just get this look on his face, like he definitely recognizes you. And then he just turns, uh, puts his hands in his pockets, and he just begins walking very quickly away. I will give chase. Uh, and I'm I'm sure you guys can see where my eyes are. I mean, I didn't say his name, but I. Kind of Did you obvious. describe I, the character? No, I just started. I started following someone. I guess. I, we, I don't know. You might. We, we know to... now. Just give her a yeah. keep. Keep the back of her head in your sight. Yeah. yeah. We just need to follow you. So. Mm-hmm. Uh. So Kronk and Hubris make an insight check. Huh. Sixteen. Ten. <laughs> All right. So Kronk, you are just following Ghost. Uh, just not really sure where she's going, but she seems to have gotten the sniff of something. Uh, and Hubris, as you are following along Ghost from, uh, from the Wide Birth, you can kind of see that she seems to be following after, uh, this taller individual who's wearing, uh, these very thick, uh, robes. Pulls his hood over his head, hands in the pocket, just follows okay uh so yeah and he's going pretty quickly now so i would like for uh ghost to make a survival check as you follow with this guy okie dokie um i was just seeing if i did anything oh okay oh okay <sighs> 14. Okay. So, uh, as you continue following him, eventually he makes it back to uh, the uh, high road and just kind of leads you guys uh, away from uh, from the castle ward, just kind of trying to get back into a main thoroughfare. Uh, and then as soon as he gets back into the crowd as well, uh, he is going to attempt to try and lose you in the crowd. So uh, you managed to do well enough with the survival check to lead or to follow him to the mm-hmm. road. So I'd like for you to make another survival check as he continues to try and uh, maneuver his way around. 
How close am I to him? Uh, at this point, he's kept a pretty good uh, distance between the two of you, but he's about 25 feet away at this point. Okay. Um, then... Uh, no, that's not very helpful. Okay. 19. Okay. Yeah, so no problem. You have you have spotted him now. He is in your central vision, and you are just mm -hmm. going, uh, mm -hmm. trudging through the snow. And Hubris and Kronk, you guys just continue to follow after. And you see that uh, this figure eventually uh, leads you to the, uh, to the southern ward. Uh, and then uh, as you guys are continuing on, uh he's eventually going to go to uh to turn down a, a street and you see he just starts booking it okay um how tall are the roofs here uh the roofs are maybe about 20 feet tall the south ward is very packed are there a lot of people on the street uh it looks like where he's been leading you has kind of been off streets. So it looks like he got down an alleyway and then there was another offshoot alley that he just booked it down. Okay. Um, I'm going to uh, cronk, give chase, <laughs> fetch. <laughs> um, and I'm going to uh, follow behind. Cronk's fast boy. Or he can be, right? Yep. So the... The snow is difficult terrain for people, or no? Not currently. That was only during the blizzard. All right. All right. Then uh, I will. I'll use uh, my action surge to catch him. Okay. Uh, just. <laughs> All right. So he is going to see you coming, uh, and he is going to also just beat feet uh, using uh, using his abilities. Or at least he would like to try. So I'd like for you to make an athletics check. Uh, as you get right up close to him and go to grab down towards him. Okay. <laughs> uh, 25. Okay. Oof. Oh, boy. Yeah, no, that did not work. So you, uh, are you grappling him? Is yeah, that what the plan yeah. was? Yeah, so he can't go anywhere. All right. Uh, so yeah, Ghost and Hubris, you guys are, uh, are approaching and you see that Kronk, uh, just is grappling this figure, uh, and you see him extend his hand outward and a blade shoots into his palm from his wrist and he's actually going to crane back and try and stab Kronk. Initiative? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. So, tequila. <laughs> oh, yeah. Close. Hubris. What is your initiative? Tis a 19, good sir. Alrighty. Ow. Kronk, what'd you get? 15. Okay, ghost. Uh, I had an 18. Awesome. Sounds good. So, uh, it is going to try and stab Kronk. Uh, Kronk, after you've grappled onto him. Uh, so, does a 
I'm guessing a 21 hits. Yeah. All right. So uh, this is, since you have not gone first this turn, or if you have not gone this turn, uh, it is going to be an automatic crit against you. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, so. What? Well, it. Hmm? I thought that was only if you catch them surprised. During the first turn, this creature has advantage on the attack rolls against any creature uh, that has a special on thing. Yep. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. A special boy. A special, special boy. Uh, and because it has advantage on its strike, that is also going to be the sneaky, sneaky attacks. So. For <laughs> the regular. Oh, no. Rocky. So that is three points of piercing damage. Followed up with... Followed up with 28 points of sneak attack damage. Uh, and then you are going to need to make a constitution saving throw. Okay. Oh man, poison charges. <laughs> uh, let's see. That's a 24. Oh, that'll that. save. And then 17 uh, points of poison damage. And that is halved. It was going to be 34. Gronk's down. All right. You can't shrug some of it off? Yeah, that was this morning. Yeah, unless we got a... Sh is it a short or long rest? It was a short that you guys went yeah, through. I don't know if your stone's endurance yeah, refreshes. I'll look it up right now. Yep. That's a good thing to know. Yep. Stones endurance, where are you? Yep, short rest. Woo. Okay, nice. do it to it. Um. <sighs> yes. Oh, okay. Uh, eight. All right, eleven. Eleven back. So you got three. So three. <laughs> okay. All right, that is it for. There's a second short sword attack, actually. Because hmm. it has multi. So. It is going to try and get you a second time, Kronk. Right. Seeing as how you did not fall the first. Uh, and that is for a 20 on the die. That hits. Okay. So then that is going to be for seven points of piercing damage. Yeah, nothing I can do with that. And. Uh, da, 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 da. Yep. Once again, cranks down. All right. Uh, that is it for his turn. Hubris. I'm going to use. 
shit all. Uh, gonna cast my Hexblade curse on him. So that's plus two. I'm gonna bring out my longsword, but cast Eldritch Blast. Okay. Keep his ass at range. Sounds good. That's a natural 19. Oh boy. You're all for damage. That means. That's a critical. Oh yeah, that's right. Cause you're Hexblade. Hexblade. Hexblad. Hexblad. If I don't have that, ooh. Um, <laughs> that's a nine plus a seven is a 16 plus four. 20 points of force damage. Dang! Yeah, and he just brings up his arms and these bolts just pepper into him, and they definitely deal a lot more damage than he thought was uh, going to be coming at him. Alright. And he's Take just kind of standing, stance. he's standing over Kronk at this point. Don't you do it. Alright. So... Uh, next up is Kronk. Going to need you to roll a death saving throw. Bum, 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 bum. Ten. All right, that's nice. a success. The bare minimum of what you needed. I know. And there is no bonus to that. It's just the die roll, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, it was actually, sorry, it was supposed to be Ghosts Go, and then it was yeah. going to be you. So, you will get a 10 if Ghost doesn't end up doing anything with yeah, you this turn. Yeah, fine. <laughs> uh, no. Of course I'm going to heal him. Um, I will uh, cast a healing word on him as a bonus action. So, you take... Oh, shit. Drop everything. God, this D4 is so hard to pick up. <laughs> four, four hit points. Sorry, bud. Okay. Better than a sharp stick in the eye. Yeah. Um. And I'm going to uh, move to the opposite side of him, so I'm cutting off his escape, which is not great because I'm not. I'm kind of squishy. But I'm also going to toll the dead on him. Ooh. So he needs to make a wisdom saving throw. That's a three. Okay. So he's gonna actually take damage from this. Yeah. Roll a d12 because he's already injured. Yes. Exactly. Baseline. That is nine. Nine points of damage. Uh, 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 uh. Alright. the worst. <laughs> uh, and she's just gonna cast it and then she's going to, you know, pull out her claw and just make a stance like she's really scary. <laughs> Alright, sounds good. Uh, so, Kronk, it is now your turn. No death saving, Rural. Instead, you have four health. Uh, yeah, but it, uh, but a, a hand shoots up and goes back and forth, and I take my second wind. Um, yes, it's Kronkomania. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oops, wrong thing. Uh, traits and features. Um, where is it at? Oh, <laughs> oh. second wind. D10 plus four. <laughs> oh, Steven. Nine plus four is 13. Woof. 
sounds good. <laughs> Sorry. Water went down the wrong pipe at the right moment. So. 13 damage? No, no, no. Oh, 13, 13 to hit. 13 hit points back. Oh, got it. Got it, got it, got it. I, I put the finger up like, I'm not dead. Wag uh, it 13 times, gaining times, one yeah. point of health not each good. time. In, in, just really rapidly in my, in my bonus action time uh -huh. uh, and then um i'm going to use half my movement to stand and then attack okay for the love of god do a disarming strike could you do that <laughs> yes yes i can Oh no, that's one. one. Yeah. And so I use my action surge to catch him. So, uh, yeah. There it is. Alrighty. Just a big old woof. Alright, so uh, then it is this dude's turn. Uh, and seeing as how this did not turn out the way that he was expecting it to go. Uh, he's going to use a disengage option uh, action to uh, then begin running away. Uh, so he is going to then run uh, about, uh, he's just going to continue running. You see him go about 15 feet and then he tucks in between two houses. He's out of eyesight? Yeah, he's out of eyesight currently. Okay, but Hubris still knows where he is, right? Yes, Hubris mm -hmm. can still... Or with your Hexblade's curse? Oh, that's... Mm -mm, it's not All a hunter's right. mark. We've been through this yesterday! <laughs> so... Who's up? It is actually Hubris's turn. If I jet down to that alley and then look in, do I see him? Uh, make a perception check. 16 okay uh yeah that is actually just enough you see that he is currently trying to scram uh climb like stealthily cat-like ask climb up boxes to try and get onto the roofs hubris exhales and there's like this little black mist that comes out snakes its way up and like curls around him as i cast a hex okay and because that's a bonus action eldritch blast Does uh 18 plus 6 hit? Oh, yeah. That'll hit. So that's uh, uh, that. Okay. Uh, 6, 8, 12 points of force damage. Okay. So 12 points of force damage and then necrotic and other damage. Also, what is the. Two points of. Oh, sorry, sorry. It's um. So. Six points of, sorry, eight points of um, force damage, four points of necrotic to make 12. Got it. Okay. Sounds good. So uh, what save is he going to become bad at with the hex? Um, or it's uh, ability um, checks. Ability checks, dexterity, definitely. Okay. 
Yeah, so he is going to be bad at decks for this foreseeable future. Next up is Ghost. I will also give Chase. Um, He's I... very visible now that Hubris is like pointed yeah. him out with an Eldritch Blast. I will also pump another healing word into uh, Kronk because I'm nice like that. And it's my best friend, even though he likes a ghost better than he likes A me. ghost! A ghost! Yeah. It's, that's still uh, three. <laughs> or four health, sorry. Four? All right. Wait, no, 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 five, because my I have plus four to my wisdom. So you should have gotten one more last time. But um, And right. then when I turn the corner, I would like uh, Mr. Friend, one of our friends to make a charisma saving throw, please. For what? For calm emotions. Ooh. Can't use two slotted spells in a turn. You're correct. Has to be a cantrip. You're right. I'm going to toll the death. Okay. <laughs> Sounds so he good. He to make a wisdom saving throw. He failed his wisdom save. Yay. Oh boy. You get the big dice now because he's wounded. Mm -hmm. yeah. Did last time, uh, too. That's nine. Hey, mm -hmm. hey. And I'm going to try to get up on him. Make an athletics check. Okay. You want to help me roll this, Rocky? What's your toy? Yes, mother. Let me roll. Mother. Would it be auntie <laughs> because I'm... Yeah, mm. well... Or sister. 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 Yeah. 16. All right. Uh, yeah, 16, no problem. You managed to get up, like, right up on this guy as well. Uh, and you are standing, uh, like, one foot on a higher, uh, on a higher box, one foot on a lower box to kind of just get at a closer angle to lean in, uh, towards where he is, as well as just create a more stable, uh, environment for you to stand on. And I'm just gonna say, hello, her boss. Long time no see. Uh, next up, man of the hour. Crunkle Blast! Crunkle Blast! Um... Yes, I have to. I have to. God, I don't want to javelin him. Um, is there, since it's theater of the mind, is there a way for me to get to him? Yeah, I would say that there is. All right, and still make something resembling an attack. Yes. All right. I would say well, that you could running jump your way over there, as your strength modifier would let you jump. Twenty. Twenty feet. feet. So I will let you like. Hop up. Hop over there, and then either with your strike coming down, uh, or once you land there, and then take your attack there. So it's entirely up to you whether you want it to be in the air or on the ground. Um. All right. Uh, so we'll, we'll time. Ask. I'm making my phone call. Ask a friend. Uh, guys, what do you think? Should I do a shove attack and throw him off this? So he takes a couple of d6 damage falling because he's disadvantaged on saving throws. Or should I just smash him with a sword? Kronk hmm. is a thinker now. Uh-oh. Well, GB what is would, a thinker. What would Kronk <laughs> I think, personally, I think pushing him off would be more advantageous because then we wouldn't have to get on the roof. Yep. And I could just jump down on him. All right. We're going to meta this. Yeah, well then that's a uh, Kronk. Kronk does. He's gonna, you know, because Kronk can't go on the roofs, so he wants him off of there. So he leaps up and just kind of, you know, bear squats him to the ground or tries to. Okay. 
So it's uh, basically a shove attack. Yes. Uh, Man, he has to roll with disadvantage. Oh, boy. So, uh, 17. That's 10 better than he did. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, so... Let's get the fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. See you on the street, punk. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, uh, he is going to fall off of his crates, uh, and he is going to take nine points of damage as he falls. Uh, and then you just hear this loud <coughs> as his body actually slams against the ground, uh, with Kronk standing above him. Yes. Uh, next up is this guy's turn uh and from from how poorly he did versus how well you did uh i will say that he fell onto his back uh while he landed on the ground so he is going to uh use half of his movement to stand up uh and then uh he's just gonna try and run he's gonna try and use a dash action well he knows he's provoking uh but he's just gonna try and, and get out of there as best he can from whom? Uh, oh, okay, from so Kronk. Kronk yeah. Uh, 18. Okay. 18 will hit. Roll for damage. Oops. Wrong dice. And that's a two. And uh, I think I'm stuck with the two if I roll it again. <laughs> but, uh, but we're definitely going to use a superiority dice. And, um, what are we going to do? Disarming attack. So he needs to make a DC uh, 15 strength save. We can say he did, but that would be a lie. (laughs) Okay, uh, so... Uh, six and five is eleven plus eight is nineteen points of damage. You and then uh, as my interaction, I slide his sword back towards my friends. Okay. I, I just stomp on his sword and slide it backwards. So, uh, as you bring your weapon down against him, because you were using the sword, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so you bring your sword down uh, onto him as he's trying to leave, and it just catches him right in the back. And you know that your sword, uh, the way that he was positioned, he ends up letting go of uh, of his short sword as he kind of cries out in pain. Uh, and he goes down and like hobbles forward a little bit still barely holding on you know that your wound on any other species of fighter would have brought them down instantly but this dude is just barely hanging on trying to run away his blood seeping out into the snow behind him and marking it as he goes i've fought half orcs before so I, i know oh yeah okay so that is his turn. He's just going to try and continue running. He's not getting very far. Um, okay. Next up is Hubris. 
Dead or alive? I, I asked. I saw your mouth move, oh, but no. I'm sorry. <laughs> she said alive. Oh. Okay. Um. Hubris shrugs, clicks his heels together, and the blade of his boot ting comes out. And he's just gonna do a roundhouse kick to the guy's like side. He's like twenty feet away. Oh, from he's where twenty you guys... feet away from. Yeah, him? yeah, yeah. You could run up and try and just like boot kick him in the side, but sure. Yeah, go for it. Just runs up, Subdually. jumps off a wall, yes. subduely kick him. In the Fun side fact, with your boot dagger. The only way you're able to do subdual damage is through melee. You can't subdual crossbow bolt someone. <laughs> oh. I meant to do it as a as a joke. You weren't yeah. supposed to die. I love it. It was supposed to be funny. Hex. But by the by, that's a 19. Yeah, that'll hit. And there's no way that you do less than one damage. Uh, it's a crit, so. Yeah. Not. Yeah, oh, no. So he just goes yeah. down in the middle of the street. I'm to move. We made enough ruckus. Kronk, pick him up. Clicks his heels again. Blade comes back in. Ah. Ooh, is the bar going to be busy? Doesn't matter. Make it look like a sack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, instead of like folding him and crushing him because we want him alive, right? Mm -hmm. I I kind of ball him up into a, like a fetal position. Darling, you should stabilize him before he bleeds out. Ugh. Wrap him in the cloak. Spare the dying. Yeah, he has been spared, much uh. to his future chagrin. <laughs> Remove the weapons. God mm -hmm. damn it! I have something for the show later. Make so, an investigate. investigate. Yeah. Yes. How about someone better at it than me? On I'll assist. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We're looking at his weapons? Yeah, just yes. searching them. So 19. Oh. Go ahead. 19. All right. Uh, you end up finding uh, the short sword that he had had, a coin pouch uh, containing 65 gold pieces and 20 silver pieces. Uh, as well as a light crossbow that he seemed to had uh, seemed to have had strapped underneath his coat. Okie dokie. Looked like he was uh, carrying. Yeah, uh, we're going to uh, yeah bring him back to the house, bring him back to the uh, cellar. Okay, uh, so make a stealth check. As you guys just like nonchalantly walk back out onto the street with this big old sack over your shoulder. All of us? Uh, yeah, I'll say a group stealth check. Cool. Oh. 12. 19. <laughs> oh. Skitters out into the middle of the road again. <laughs> Stiletto boots. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're not good for this weather. Yeah. Uh, so, Ghost, as you are, uh, you are following behind Kronk uh, mm -hmm. as you guys are walking, uh, and in a kind of like self-satisfied manner, uh, mm -hmm. you kind of slap the sack 
that Kronk had been carrying Rabaz in, uh, failing to remember to retract your claws in when you did it. Uh, so as you kind of bring your hands down, much in the same way that you had shredded Hubris's coat, uh, there is just this tear where you can see a arm starting to steadily oh, come oh. out of the hole that is being made in this cloak. Mending! <laughs> I'm going to just touch the arm and cast invisibility on it. Okay. It is invisible. Oof. So it just looks like Kronk is a weird Santa. <laughs> or Santor, mind you. One of those bi- one of those bipedal Santors I've heard so much about. Uh, and then you guys make your way uh, back to Spirits and Spirits. And you can see that there isn't nearly the number of people uh, that were there previously. But you can see that a few of your regulars are back. Uh, as well as it looks like uh, your bar te- like your employees are doing the best that they can. And you actually see Istrid uh, is sitting at the bar uh, with a book open, uh, just kind of reading through it. She has a, a quill and ink and just seems to kind of be jotting, uh, jotting numbers down. Uh, and you can kind of like getting a brief glance at it. You can see that she's just sort of taking stock of the cost of bringing food in every day, how much that's going to cost. She's just working with your numbers right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and here Dabble. does keep. Okay. Uh, and Davil is also on stage uh, with the rest of Not Doug, and they just seem to be. Uh, they just seem to be getting warmed up. I'm going to go over to Davil and say, "Whatever it is that you play, I would like you to play it loudly tonight. Is that?" something you can do for me well i mean we always play loudly but why gentleman caller he gives you a wink something like that um a friend of ours a mutual friend um we ran into on the street and we have a few questions for him which mutual friend oh because I, no. I swear to Christ, I swear to the gods themselves, if you say Volo, no. <laughs> the answer not is that, no. Not that kind of friend, darling. No. Um, the uh, kind with the slit in his lip, tusks. Uh, and as you say that, you see that Davil, for the first time that you've met him, gets a very serious look on his face. Uh, and he says, if you don't mind... I think I would be better at talking to him than you would be. She goes kind of like, gets a little offended. Like, <laughs> this is what I do. Um, uh, I mean, if you'd care to join in, um, I don't mind. Uh, How do you plan on getting him to tell you things? I have a lot of actually ways that I can do that. Um, I have my pain Im- implements. I also have magical ways of getting him to speak now. Uh, and Dabble just begins to steadily strum and just says easiest way is to just charm him. And that I can I'm... do. Alright, if you would uh, if your band could perhaps uh, keep a improv set night. Sounds good. Um, shall we? And she's going to motion for him to 
Yeah, and Davil will uh, let his fellow band members know uh, that he is currently uh, going to be taking a slight leave uh, to talk to the proprietors about a, a potential expansion or another business venture. Uh, and as you guys uh, begin making your way down into the cellar, Davil makes eye contact with Istrid and just kind of nods uh, towards where you guys are as well, and Istrid will come as well. Uh, Ghost will say, um, one thing that I ask, I get to kill him. That's fine. Good. Dabble well, just... I'm glad we agreed. I mean, to be honest, I always thought we were going to kill him. I just figured, you know, do the talking first. Istrid likes to do the talking second sometimes, but just her. So so, which one of you two are the good cop and the bad cop? Or is it just going to be all bad cops around as Hubris walks down the stairs? See, that's the thing. Good cop, bad cop. But everyone always forgets about buddy cop. Now, uh. where's the body? Where's this friend? Kronk, have you... We're downstairs now, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry, I sort of had to make him invisible. Uh, it was an accident. Let's just make him uninvisible then. Uh, I can dismiss it, right? Yeah, you can just choose to break concentration on the spell. Yeah, snaps. Yeah, and so lying uh, sprawled out on the ground is the figure of Frabaz. Uh, and while you guys are just kind of standing there, Istrid just crosses her arms, walks over, and just kicks him real fucking hard in the ribs. <laughs> uh, and as she does, uh, that is how he is going to wake up uh, from the Ooh. kick. And uh, as he does, he kind of grabs to his side uh, where you can see that it is actually very close to the wound that Hubris kicked into his side. Uh, so it looks like she was doing it mostly out of spite to try and reopen that wound. And then our dear friend Davil explodes. <laughs> he explodes! Yep, that's canon. TPK. Oh, God. 12d6 damage. So... It's okay. I have fire resistance. <laughs> uh, so, uh, as Hrabaz kind of like comes to, Devil just squats down in front of him, puts his hands up underneath his chin, so that way his knees or his elbows are resting onto his knees, and he looks at Rabaz and says, you and I are going to be good friends, and you want to know what good friends need? long conversation and some good drinks so let's start at the beginning why and that is going to be where we call it for tonight's session so i would like to say thank you to everyone who has decided to stop by we are weirdly wrapping up loose ends Ooh. crazy but uh i have an absolute blast playing Waterdeep every single week with these players so, players, where can we find you? What do we? What do you do, RJ? Let's have you go first. Hey, everybody! I'm RJ here on the show, but you can catch me at rjs two a two on Twitter and Twitch, where sometimes I tweet about the nerdy things in my life and a pay raise in the works. Hey, also, 
with these beautiful people playing Overwatch sometimes. You can also catch me on the Monday Night Show playing Kalem, the Shatterkai Cleric, or on Saturdays, uh, but not this Saturday, on Pro Restarter Stream, where I play Ajax, the Initiate on Monster of the Week, and also I'm going to purchase a sub for this person. Yay! Do it, do it, do it. Do it. That's how we get our new emotes, which are currently... Oh, snap! Thank you for gifting the sub. I was going to say, subs are also the way that you will eventually get the Yi emote. I have put it into Twitch's, into their mechanics, uh, and they are working on getting that out. So, now that we have hit our second, uh, our, our mini goal for subs, I have two emotes now. Which is pretty Yay! nice. I'm very excited. Yeah. Yes, but LB, where can we find you? What do you do? I'm LB Hack'em Up. You can find me here Mondays and Tuesdays, and you can actually find me here tomorrow uh, playing a fate game. I am playing a mysteriously angsty character who, uh, you know, you can't tell me what to do. You're not my real dad. <laughs> um, and on Fridays, you can find me playing uh, uh, in a birthright campaign on Pro Restarters channel. Um, we will be playing this week. Last week, we had to miss because of... Uh, scheduling conflicts and also on sunday you can find me on encounter roleplays channel playing in a fate systems game um and i play abby which i'm so much enjoying that game because i get to be the shy nerd that has to bandage up her crush and it's like huh. <laughs> all right and gb where can we find you what do you do I'm Greybeard, and you can find me here on Tuesdays playing Crunk Gorblast. Um, and on Thursdays, you can see me over on uh, Pro Restarters channel at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, playing Bavard. Yeah. Uh, kind of a scoundrel guy. We're playing the Blue Rose campaign. It's the game of uh, fantasy or romantic fantasy and smooches. Um, and uh, it's a good game a lot of good artwork coming out of that but uh, before then tomorrow night you can see me here I'll be playing a man of science yes <laughs> on uh, <laughs> in weird west um, you know uh, fate game so uh, same time right yep. 830? same bat All time right. same bat place so uh, that'll be tomorrow night so come join us. Yes. And uh, I believe you have something you do on Sundays as well, correct? Oh, my goodness. I almost Your own thing. Yeah. It's been years. Come on. On my, on my channel. Uh, I play Darkest Dungeon. And if, you know, as you were saying, how many weapons do I have? I have a, I would say I have a plethora of weapons. Uh, and, um, yeah. <laughs> and, uh we definitely uh, have a good time and throw some props around and stuff. And there's new content. There's going to be a, a Darkest Dungeon 2. So we'll be talking about that this Sunday, definitely. Yes. And if you have made it here, you probably already know who I am. But in case you don't, I'm the Indoor Adventurer. I, every Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, we try and have something go up at 5.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time here at twitch.tv slash theindooradventurer. Uh, it used to be that I was doing video game stuff on Wednesdays, but I, I like doing tabletop role-playing games a lot. 
And there are so many of them to choose from. So, for example, this coming Wednesday, as you may have heard from two other people, uh, we are going to be having a Weird West Fate Core game. Uh, that is going to be myself as the Game Master slash Voice in the Sky, LB Hackamup, Greybeard, and then, of course, we also got Zach Hall, the Game Master from Encounter Roleplay's Young Heroes of Fate! Which I am very excited about. I really like Zach as a game master, so I'm excited to be able to be his game master for an evening. Uh, and then I believe on Wednesday or Thursday, we might have something going on. I believe we, we do. Might. We're supposed to. We're supposed to. Yeah. If everything goes cool, uh, as cool as indoor air conditioning, then you will find not only myself, not only Greybeard, but friends of the channel, JD Lady, Vibri, a new friend named Satan, and of course, Dammit Barry, uh, all here to play uh, a game called Summer in Woodlake, uh, which I thought was going to be a petty townsfolk simulator, but instead I've been told <laughs> it is a horror game. So... I have the back door on all this information because I'm not playing. It's going to be good, guys. I am it's so excited. Real. I, I want to know. the secrets. Yes, the juiciest <laughs> of secrets. All right. And speaking of juicy secrets, if you have any questions or uh, any, any secret confessions that you want to make to us players, the perfect place to do that is actually through our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash theindooradventurer, where we like to post an after show called Knights in the Courtyard, where we do just the thing that I said earlier, which is answering questions from all you lovely audience members, because I like getting to know you guys. You guys want to get to know us. It's like when you're reading a comic book and all of a sudden there's a page that says, this is my character's height, weight, and my comfort food. It's like that, but in audio form. So if you like listening uh, to stuff on your way to work, that is another thing that you can fill your ear holes with. So we are going to try and uh, do that. I was going to say be back in like five to ten minutes, but that's, no, the show's done. Shows sometimes over. that's where you hear about the fade to black scenes ah. that you don't get to actually see. You just so. get to ask the questions and inspire mm -hmm. the content creators to create their own mustache twirling content. <laughs> You'll get there someday, buddy. I was just like you once, too. So until next time, we will see you guys later. All right, everybody. <laughs>